0: ABC Listen, podcasts, radio, news, music and more.
1: Make me feel good. Make me
0: feel good? A podcast to make you feel good. 90 metres below the surface of the sea in the Bass Strait, Scott Foote experienced the clearest water he'd seen anywhere in the world.
1: It was midday. I dropped out of the bell... Down onto the seabed, and it was a beautiful, sugary, white sand. And I looked up, and I could actually see the bottom of the ship, 300 foot, 90 meters up.
0: Scott was a professional deep sea diver whose work took him to places most ordinary people could never even imagine.
1: There's different things that you see, different creatures, different sea life. The North Sea generally is pretty murky because you know there's a bit of a flow rate there where that ocean comes down between the UK and Europe and it gets pretty murky. And especially when you're working on the seabed around the reefs, there's a lot of mud and it just sort of stirs up. So sometimes you can be down there for six hours and not even see a silhouette between your fingers and your faceplate.
0: He spent 16 years working on the sea floor, mostly around oil rigs. But when he wasn't doing that, he was hunting for treasure on historic shipwrecks.
1: One of the most fascinating ones was the Lusitania. In 1915, a German U-boat sank a ship uh, called the Lusitania that was going from the UK to America, and there were 1,200 people killed and that brought America into the war. Two months later, another ship was sunk right beside it. This is off the south coast of Ireland. Some people thought years later that it might've been carrying a lot of gold bullion. So we went in to do a salvage and see if we could find it. We didn't actually find the gold, but it was an incredible window into history. There were amazing pieces of crockery and cutlery and jewelry and and um, bolts of material used for men's clothing and boxes of fedora hats. That was 1915, so that's over 100 years ago that it sank.
0: A life lived below the ocean for weeks at a time is a life like no other.
1: You are in 24 hours round the clock. You're in teams of three and the hyperbaric chamber is only a, a metal pipe that's about two metres in diameter and probably about five metres long and normally six of you live in that space for 28 days. There's not much room to move. It's always nice to actually get out of the chamber and go and do something rather than lying on your butt the whole time.
0: So basically you're saying you're a little bit like SpongeBob SquarePants living under the sea um, <laughs> in like one of these chambers.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, look, a, a bit of a misconception. Everyone thinks you live under the water. What happens is that the hyperbaric chamber stays on the deck of the ship so you live in the hyperbaric chamber on the ship because there's no way you could live down that it would be like being in a submarine and each day you go to dive you climb through a pressurized tunnel up into the diving bell you shut the door in the diving bell and the door in the living chamber then they vent the pressure off in the tunnel then they can lift the diving bell up and drop it down through a hole of a ship and the fascinating thing is say you you're going down to you know 300 meters or 200 meters and as you get close you're radioing up and telling them to slow down you're nearly at depth just as you get to depth a funny thing happens the water pressure outside is equal to the gas pressure inside and the bottom door of the bell just suddenly gives a little poop <laughs> and it equalizes the pressure you lift the door up and then it's like standing a wine glass upside down in a washing up sink full of water as long as you keep that wine glass standing vertically Mm. the gas pocket stays in the diving bell and the water stays outside And then you just get dressed in and drop out through the bottom free fall down to the seabed and go to work
0: but going to work was like no job on solid ground either
1: used to be when we first started you would be in the water for eight hours doing hard construction work putting flanges together working on pipelines and for that whole eight hours you couldn't have a drink of water you couldn't eat anything you just worked absolutely flat out for eight hours believe me when you came back to that diving bell you were guzzling on water you were so dehydrated it was so physical and so hard that within the 28 days i'd usually lose about six kilos